Material Components, Season 2, Episode 12, In the Darkness of Space. Greetings and welcome to Material Components, the actual play RPG show all about a galaxy of magic and the adventurers who live there. I am your humble dragon master, Mike Gargoni, and joining me, as always, are my stalwart adventurers. Hey, adventurers. Thanks for being here. Happy to be here. Hey, uh, can't speak for anybody Totes else. my goats. Huh? Goats? Where? Yeah, space goats. There'll totes be no goats, goats in this session. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I touch on a, a, a soft spot there, I Oswald? No idea what, what goats did the... have done to me. That's how we lost Oswald, and... Octavian, Theophilus, the thir- the the fifth, the seventh, and the tenth. There were a lot more at one point. <laughs> we we don't know what goats have taken from you, and we don't want to. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I'm Olivia. <laughs> I will be playing Florian of Akalar. I am Elliot, and I am playing Shay. I am Michael, and I am playing Oswald Octavian Theophilus III. And I'm Reed, and I'll be playing Amari. Indeed. And of course, before we begin today's session, I would like to ask the same question I ask every time, and that is, Michael Lisman, do you remember what happened last time? I do, uh, for the most part. I'm sure you'll fill in whatever gaps I have in my notes. Um, But we are entering... A ship graveyard, which mm. is very creepy. So basically, it's the remnants of a space battle that happened during the war uh, between the the Minos Dominion and the what is the other one? The Empire. Honest Empire. The Empire. Just the Empire. Just, just which war was that? You know damn well which. One. Oh, you know which one? Uh, <laughs> there is uh, the planet that's by here uh, was evacuated due to solar flares coming off of the sun. It's going mildly supernova we are here to vulture the wreckage for profit <laughs> exclamation point um so we are entering a uh, no we're not ent- are we entering the chapel ship is that correct no so there no, are no, no. Uh, kind of a few landmarks in this ship graveyard one of which was a former dominion capital ship uh, known as a a chapel ship um, mm-hmm. but you are investigating a ship a little farther out from the center of this war zone. Uh, yes. A yes, derelict the known as... Yes, the Demetrius. Yes. It appears intact. Uh, totally intact. Not um, damaged uh, from the battle, which is strange. What's even stranger is that we found sort of a uh, a cloud or an orbit of corpses uh, surrounding the ship. I like the term, and it's the one I have written in my notes, of corpse halo. Yes, I I believe I did write the phrase Corpse Halo in my notes. I just want to touch on the really good, like, at least album or song title, or maybe even going <laughs> as far as band as Corpse Orbit or Orbit Corpse. Just mm-hmm. one of Orbit those two. Corpse is Orbit pretty good. Yeah, yeah. 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 It has That's a good mouthfeel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically, the gist of what we're doing is we're going to, since it's intact, we're going to try and give it power and pilot it somewhere where we can salvage it for parts or or what have you. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. I think I already said it's outside of the battle for the most part. 
The house colors are of Zaloris, gold and red. So yes, this uh, was a formerly an imperial ship. So it yeah. once uh, worked for the Conus Empire. It uh-huh. does have the house colors of House Zoloris, and it is also a Daedalus class research vessel. Yes. Though, as far uh, as the Conus Empire is concerned, research vessels also have to serve in a military capacity. So, right, exactly. And um, we are so we we basically landed our, or at least parked uh, the. Uh, vessel that we're in in the cargo bay mm-hmm. uh it's clear that that's where the leak came from that sort of ejected everybody out into space uh at least that's how it appears at this point mm-hmm. although the the uh the door going into the ship from the cargo bay was still functional which is interesting because on the inside there's still is there still there's there's air um although no gravity the strange quirk of the ship seems to be that while from the exterior it appears to be without power, and mm-hmm. every door you encountered would indicate that is the truth, once you pass through the airlock after some ingenuity and use of aether, you manage to get yourself onto the interior of the Demetrius and discover that, yes, there was still air on the ship. Yeah. So we made our way to the navigation room, if I'm not mistaken. No, the bridge. Uh, Oh, to the bridge. That's what it was. And it looked like something there something was taking bites out of the consoles in the bridge, which is weird. And then with a decent roll uh, and a little help from some void dice, uh, Oswald was able to intuit that perhaps we are dealing with some ghouls. Indeed. Yeah. And yeah. it was upon that note that we ended last session with the realization that there might be some form, or at least the only thing that Oswald Octavian III can think of is the undead as a cause for what's happening here. Space zombies. Yum. Very possibly. Though, as I briefly described last time, there's a progression to these things. A ghoul is a person who has kind of the the undead infection upon them, but has not yet died. A zombie is one who has died and is now a shambling corpse that is still devouring the aether of the living. And there are other variants that we may or may not discuss. Right. It might come up. It might come up. <laughs> but for now, you're thinking ghouls. Yeah, ghouls got wild. Mostly because that's the only thing you can think of that would A, gnaw on consoles, and B, still require air. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Ghouls require air. Because they're still technically alive. Still technically oh, alive. yeah. Ooh, and there's ooh, no that. known way to reverse this, is there? Nobody has, no. Okay. The easiest solution most people have found is orbital bombardment. We're going to stumble upon, like, the very first, like, ghoul family, and they've got crazy little hijinks, and they all have personalities, and we're going to be like, oh, we got to get rid of them, but they live here now. Oh no, what are we going to do? Again, I, I briefly like, described it last time, but ghouls are still people right up until they're really not. Yeah. And the family is going to be the monsters. <laughs> oh, see, I was going to go full house, but yeah, everywhere you look. So, yes, you now stand upon, upon the bridge of the Demetrius, surrounded by mostly darkness, though you've got a few flashlights among you to shine beams of light across the partially gnawed control consoles of this place. Mm -hmm. 
The only sound is your own shuffling feet and breathing in an otherwise still and empty, seemingly, ship. Is there... is are there shuffling feet, or are we still floating? Uh, your own, like, little movements, I guess. Okay. Because, yes, you are also in zero, zero gravity. But we do have the little jetpacks, so we can... You also have with you a fairly large hover sled that is carrying a generator. You've used Mm -hmm. some of its power to power some doors at this point, but you still have access to it to power other things around you. Yeah. When we tried to put power into the, like, uh, the console, like the command console, it, like, diverted somewhere else, though, right? You haven't tried powering up the consoles in here yet. Okay. Uh, so that was the, the elevator? Mm-hmm. That was yeah. The okay. Okay. What you discovered when you tried to power up the elevators were they functioned for a time, but then after a fairly brief time in which you were able to use them, the energy was diverted elsewhere, yes. Which is also weird. Yeah. Yeah. Though you theorize that it might be diverted to whatever systems are keeping the O2 running, which is seems fairly reasonable at this point. So, Oracle Zero. You stand on this bridge. What is your next move? Well, I mean, that sentence right uh, before this about the oxygen being a kind of a, a giveaway of where the power might be going isn't a bad train of thought. We yeah. can certainly go investigate that. Like life like life systems where it yeah. can be kept. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just hard to know where those are. Uh, well, we have, like, a general schematic of these types of ships, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah, based on that, uh, do I have any idea where that might be located on the ship? You would assume that life support would be located with engineering, okay. which you know is near the rear of the ship. So, like, the opposite of where we are. Kinda. You're not <laughs> as bit. far forward as you could be, but... Because ahead of you, there is uh, more crew quarters and the ship's chapel. And to the rear of you, there are, again, more crew quarters, some uh, science labs, as well as the broadside batteries, the guns for this ship. And those two distinct sections to either side of the hull, or uh, uh, to either side of the hold, Uh, move in parallel until they meet back up at the rear of the ship where you would find the warp core and the engineering decks. So how many doors are we going to have to power between here and there? Tough to say. Your schematic really only gives you a broad layout of this type of ship. If there's had any modifications, Yeah, change the ballgame. Also, the, how how big was the amount of distance that we covered from the cargo hold to here? You moved briefly down a corridor that was perhaps 50 feet. Then you moved up several layers of an elevator shaft. And then you found your way into this place. So, all told, the distance was probably only 100 yards or so. But mm-hmm. it's kind of in a serpentine fashion, so there's no direct line. Yeah. Well, we don't know till we try, so is let's there, go exploring. Is there anything in this, uh, in the bridge, that is still functional? Or is it all, it's all off and it's mostly just devoured? Again, things, it's not like there's, like, nothing left in here. There are still yeah, clearly consoles. It was only upon close inspection that you noticed the, the right. bite marks, yeah. Okay. 
But there's nothing that you can see immediately that has power, no. Well, um, if I had to guess, I would say that um, the uh, oxygen uh, production on the ship would be in engineering, which is on the other side of the ship, towards the back. So that might not be a terrible place to uh, start. Yeah, I mean, that way lies more core room as well. Like, yeah. And um, maybe I can see if I can uh, route some power uh, back to other parts of the ship from engineering. Yes. Excellent. All right. And away we go. Heading back towards the rear of the ship. Uh, You have to get back into the elevator shaft to go down to the corridors with the crew quarters and labs and gunnery decks. Uh, the, The bridge of the ship is fairly isolated for probably a good reason. But it's uh, easy enough to traverse down. The big problem comes when you pass by yet another closed door that leads onto those decks. You know it's easy enough to power these things, but it just requires more resources. Um, I can I can spend one of my ether points. I've still got five, so... You've also got the generator. We also have the generator. Uh, how many more charges do we have in that? Eight. Eight. Great. That's pretty good. Yeah, let's use that. Okay. Using a little bit more of the aether from your personal power source, you can very easily get the doors open. But again, as soon as they're open, the power flees redirected elsewhere. It opens up onto a large interchange chamber. This appears to be some kind of enormous circular chamber with many corridors leading off from it. And the lift doors open in the center of this. So you have this pillar in the center of this large circular room where the lift doors open. Just in front of you, as the lift doors open and your flashlights spill out into this, again, very pitch black room, you can see that there are two corridors directly in front of you to the right and to the left that seem to go off at kind of opposite angles in kind of a 90 degree fashion away from the central cylinder. Hmm. Glancing around, you can see that there are at least two other passages that lead off from this, basically in the two opposite angles in the rear of you. So you've basically got one corridor going in every cardinal direction. And what did we say last time about the wayfinding in here? It's very well laid out. There are strips of paint that are organized in lines that are painted across the floor very easily to indicate and know where you're going. Right, because the red line led to the bridge. Are they? How did we know that? Were they labeled, or where you initially entered? And it seems like at junctions they are labeled. Yeah. Okay. Once you're into uh, corridors, they stop being labeled. But that, that makes sense. So I guess we just need to find the uh, colored uh, line that associ- is associated with the engineering mm-hmm. bay. Uh, blue leads to engineering. I was saying it's probably blue. Green leads to the. Uh, the gunnery positions. Yellow leads to labs. Uh, red leads to the <laughs> the bridge, which is where you just were. And apparently there is some kind of strange translucent line that you can't quite decipher. I think only Amari would know where what this is. It is a quartz aethite strip that is inlaid on the wall that an individual would be able to touch. And based on their own etheric signature, it would lead them to their crew quarters. Ooh. Like, basically, it's a personalized Ooh. 
magical guide system to get them where they're assigned to live. It's it's the sparkles from Fable. Perfect. Got uh, kinda. it. Kinda. You kind of have to like nice. touch it and like follow the guide That's rail. Fine. But That's fine. I like this ship. I'll take it. <laughs> we will. That is literally <laughs> yeah, the mission. That's our job, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, the passages directly in front of the lift, to your left and to your right, port and starboard, are listed as such. And port guns, port crew quarters, starboard guns, starboard crew quarters. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming there is a an engineering line. Yes. It splits off in both directions, though. Or the one engine makes sense. Based on your schematics, these two corridors should parallel each other because they split and go around the massive hold that you initially entered into Mm -hmm. and then meet back up at the rear of the ship. All right. Then it doesn't matter. Yeah. The right one. Let's go on the right one. Yeah. Right. Okay. Hmm, I was going to say, was it Elliot? Shay can do the thing to like feel where magic is, right? Is that? Uh, I think only wizards can do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> we don't know any wizards. It's true. No, I no. Uh, this is me getting meta gamey. No, just that's like, not oh, fair because yeah. that's okay. actually a good question. I mean, I mean, Amari does know that. We've hung out quite a bit. This is true. It's there is a certain I, I can do it within a certain distance based on my number of aether dice. Okay, cool. Um, I just did, I didn't remember how six? it worked. So it has gotten bigger, but I'm not sure if I can feel that far yet. Okay. There are certain thresholds that you pass. At six, if your aether pool is at six, you can basically line of sight. Cool, 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 cool. Okay. So you pick the right-hand path and start trekking away, moving gingerly through the air as there's still no gravity here. You're having to grasp on the handholds, bump against walls, and... A couple of you are probably helping guide the hover sled as well. You're moving through this dark corridor. It's not super cramped. It's fairly large, actually. Easy enough for two individuals to go in opposite directions and not touch shoulders. It's tall enough that you could probably even have fit Amari's mech in here without much of a crouch. And as you begin moving, you quickly see that you pass lots of doors. This main corridor is apparently taking you past lots and lots and lots of locations. I don't know if you want to stop to investigate any of these. Specifically, you're passing crew quarters at first, before the corridor makes a slight left, as it seems to even out with the bulkhead of the ship, and you are passing into a large chamber that appears to be the first gun battery. Mm -hmm. There's no door leading into this, it's just the hallway here empties out into a large chamber that appears to be a combination of some kind of gallery slash targeting console. You're not quite sure how most of this works, most of you having never served aboard a military vessel. Um, Mari, you would know that there is a central chair somewhere in here for the person who is acting as the, the targeting master of whatever this gun is, and the others are serving as spotters and as kind of extra eyes for the person using a myriad of sensor data coming in from both the bridge and sensors just on the outside of the ship to kind of spot targets. Hmm. And that's to your right as you're entering this chamber. Can we see... So these are just like big, uh, would you call them shard launchers? 
I, like is no bigger these than would that be immense energy projecting weapons okay the so guns themselves aren't inside the ship what you're seeing here is you know those like really wild roller coaster simulator arcade ride mm-hmm. things um where they kind of strap you and there's a big video screen in front of you it's mm-hmm. like one of those interesting okay except the screen is basically encompassing a whole side of the bulkhead there's some Ender's Game shit going on here. A little I bit. See, I see. <laughs> I can dig it. Yeah, there would be one primary gunner and then, yeah, whole support staff who work as spotters and engineers. Like coding teams. Yeah, and, yeah. Maintaining the weapons and making sure they're firing properly. Um, if a ship this large, ha- large had a shard launcher, that's nearly suicidal. Because there's <laughs> a very good way for you to blow open a side of a ship is to have weaponry that explodes like that. That's in, fine. In space, it is not as visible. Nah. <laughs> I'm sure there's a few people outside the ship who might have a different opinion, you know? Sure. Yeah. Uh, to your left, as you enter this large chamber, appears to be a small mess of some kind. There is a series of tables with kind of built-in benches around them. There are what look to be vending machines over there. This looks like some kind of break room for, like, if you're on duty but you and you can't leave the guns, but you're not actively fighting, you need somewhere to hang out that's, like, right there. Who wants to spend an Aether to get snackies for the party? <laughs> I was just thinking, what snacks are we talking? I keep forgetting there's no gravity. I was like, can we just, like, kick the glass in? <laughs> I mean, technically, I could I mean, throw e- you. Even if we use the vending machine... A lot of vending machines require gravity for the thing to fall down and then for us to oh, grab them at yeah. the bottom, so... There's no artificial gravity inside the vending machine. Yeah. <laughs> it's its own closed system. <laughs> yeah. Let's break open the vending machine, take the gravity out, and we can just spread it yeah. around for all of us, because that's, that's how, how that works, works, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, inside Gravity's you can see like jam. a bunch of different snacks just free-floating, taunting you, but just behind the, the plexiglass. Yeah. Funyuns. Oh, space Kit Kat's my favorite. <laughs> I'm I'm a middle space Kit Kat kind of kind of cat. Uh, it's <laughs> actually a uh, Vorpal Core Jabberwocky bars mostly. Mm. Mm. They're the snicker snackiest. Get out. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> End of podcast. <laughs> Bye everyone. <laughs> Mike, I liked it. I'm just mad I didn't come up with it. <laughs> yeah, that's like, the honestly, only problem. Yeah. You know, that's that's my beef. <laughs> and then this is also our beef. This is this is Florian. Uh, yeah, Florian is our beef. Mm-hmm. Where's, Where's the, beef? the beef? He's right. Present. The other thing you would notice on your way passing through is that there is a body strapped to one of the chairs of one of the engineering positions. Oh, what? Do you want to go look at it? What life form does this appear to be? Appears to be Midrin. Uh, yeah, let's go take a look. Cautiously. Uh, as you get close, you are struck by the smell first. Mm. The, the putrid smell of uh, a rotting carcass is never great at the best of times, let alone in the stale, recycled air of a spaceship. I'm not alive, then. But despite that smell, as you get close... There's a sudden shake on the chair as the body moves and the head lunges to the side, pulling against the straps that hold it 
to the chair. Its arm kind of stretches and cracks, the shoulder creaking as its arm reaches back towards you as you approach, its head kind of snapping backwards like some kind of horrific owl. Uh, hello? Can you understand me? (laughs) I think that's enough. And the only thing you see is the gleaming emerald glowing from its eyes. Yeah, my gun is out. Just out. It's just out there. Hanging out. But yeah, it seems incapable of leaving the chair. All right, carry on. Florian just like turns and starts, keeps walking. Like, peace. It struggles against the straps in its chair, leaning horrifically, its joints creaking, bones starting to strain as it's reaching towards you all, but you can very easily walk around it. Yeah, no, I'm killing this. I'm 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 killing it. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is a mercy this is gonna be a mercy kill. Yeah. So while it's being distracted by the big, beautiful, beefy boy walking by at the buffet of beef. The buffet. Um, I would like to go Stop. around it counterclockwise and back of the head. Okay, absolutely. Easy enough. And it's very little of its head remains when you point blank shoot with your oh. sidearm. Yes. But it stops moving. How is this transmitted? Only through bite? Or is it all mucous membranes? It's energy based. It it needs to its ether needs to interact with your ether. Can it do that if its head is exploded? The upsetting part is, is after it goes limp when the head explodes, the body then lurches again, but clearly it's moving in a way as though it doesn't understand how the body functions anymore. So there are bits of it that are moving like some kind of marionette whose strings are being controlled by a thousand different people. Like chicken style. After you, like, I don't see this. I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> I hate the idea of a of a like a zombie or whatever. This is not a zombie that continues to function when it doesn't adhere to the the, the headshot rule. It no longer seems aware of anything. Having destroyed all of its sensory organs, it no longer sees or hears it. you. Like it's still moving, but it is still moving, and its arms flailing, seeming to try to use the one sense left to it to interact with its surroundings. Like, do nerve endings still work? No, I don't think they do. The phrase bandied about when describing zombies in a technical sense is, of course, meat elemental. So, is this a ghoul or is this a zombie? This is one hundred percent a zombie. Okay. Ghouls are still alive. Well, I didn't know if this was still alive, but like the mental aspect of it is no longer, that part is no longer alive, but the body is still alive. You, you get what I'm saying. Either way, it's a zombie now. Well, alive it's, anymore. It's... <laughs> if yeah. it was, it, yeah, it no longer is. Oops. Yeah, you know what works? Uh, what zombie killing method also works on? Regular people. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah, it, it quickly stops struggling as you begin to move away, seemingly no longer able to sense prey nearby. It settles back down into lifeless immobility. That still bothers me. <laughs> like a lot. Yeah. Okay. I'm being brain being attempted to be brainwashed by strange little um that was better than that whole situation. 
the whole interaction. That's such worse than the cog thing. Sure, we don't even fully understand how they've tampered with our brains, so really, there's not much to fret about, right? (laughs) I mean, yeah. Mike with your, sure, yeah. No. Pressing forward, you're passing more crew quarters now, and eventually you start passing by fewer and fewer doors until finally you start running across doors that are not labeled with numbers or crew designations. They're labeled with apparently descriptors. There's a biolab. There is a forensics lab. There is a geology lab. Apparently there are all sorts of sciences that are represented here. Hmm. Do they have little lab windows? Can can we flashlight into them or are they solid doors? Uh, There are solid doors. There are windows to either side of some of these doors, but they are opaque. It seems as though you could probably power the windows so that they become translucent because they are etheric in nature. Mm, bullshit. Good old-fashioned glass, that's what I say. <laughs> There's probably good reasons to make uh, <laughs> windows. and But it's inconvenient for sure. me. <laughs> but discovery comes at a cost. It always does. You want to stop at any of these labs? I think the priority is probably getting the systems going, because like then we could just explore to our heart's content. Okay, sure. That's my thinking, and I would, and I would say that in character. Sorry. And when we get the power running, we get we wake up everything that's sleeping on here. Yay! Yeah, I had an idea about maybe trying to get on the comms when we get to engineering to you know put out a message you know if anyone's here and you're stuck make some noise we'll come and get you but if like there's more of that thing here maybe not speaking of you know what i just realized (laughs) we should let duma know what's going on (laughs) i've seen some movies before oh there are so many so many programs i've seen that (laughs) end so badly and i will of course then do that i'm gonna what do you tell duma Hey, in the ship, that's always the thing. They always leave the vehicle, and that's when they get killed. Yeah, I was gonna say, or, like, just, you know, do a couple laps until we let you know. Or be ready to take off if he sees any... Yeah, just, like, stay... that's not us. Just just stay on the ship and, like, keep an eye out. What am I keeping an eye out for? Something that looks dead, but is still moving. I mean, it's ghouls. Oh, ghouls. Yes, flesh yeah, elementals. Yes. You could not put that in a worse way. Nope. Yeah. I, mm, it, they, yeah. they are known as flesh elementals. In some disturbing circles. Eyes yeah. sharp. My eyes are like knives. They are sharp and pointy. Also, if you uh, if you spot anything, like obviously feel free to, you know, detach from the ship. Just let us know. <laughs> Okie dokie. Nope, just sitting here in a uh, shuttle, looking at all the floating bodies below us. Oh boy. I mean, if it makes you more comfortable, you can go stand by the back. Nope, sitting in pilot's chair, ready to detach and run away. Seems like optimal solution. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. that's what I do. Thank you for warning. Mm-hmm. Looking out, Duma. As you have this conversation, you're moving along down the hallway past the labs. Eventually, you see up and to your right 
a door that's open. Okay. So is it labeled as anything? You'd have to get closer to see what it's labeled as. Just like as your flashlights are sweeping across the dark corridor in front of you, you see probably about 30 feet in front of you. One of your flashlight beams crosses what you expect to be a continuation of the doors you've seen, except it's just a black hole in the wall to reveal an open door. Imagining we're not going through in any sort of marching order, just kind of Scooby gang huddled together. (laughs) I mean, I can lead the way. I've got a gun. You are the only one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry. Florian's got a big knife. Not I do. for killing. <laughs> well, I mean, it's still a knife. We've established it's a performative <laughs> knife at best. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, it goes into the blade retracts into the handle. It's not a retractable blade. <laughs> Why would you make that cannon? How dare you? No. <laughs> so, Mari, you want to? Yeah, I can. I, yeah, I'll take forward? my. Okay. Take point. Mari is heading towards the door. Is anyone else sticking close, or is it just Amari? Yeah. Yeah, I think he's just taking point. Okay. Yeah. Who's pushing the sled? Just curious. I'm pulling it, probably. And I'll, I think, Shay is probably at the back, so I will say that I am helping, like, deer it. Is Oswald standing on it? A la George Washington crossing the river. Yeah, Yeah, the Delaware. Certain. Yeah, like a like a bobsled, you know. (laughs) Okay. Mari, I'm assuming your weapon is drawn. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. The moment we we the moment we ran into uh (laughs) uh D uh like zombie car seat boy. Yeah. Amari in full Chris Redfield mode begins stalking (laughs) forward. Because let's be real, we all know who Leon is in this scenario. Yeah. And he got a better assignment. Yeah. <laughs> Save the president's daughter. Stupid fucking hair. Get a haircut. <laughs> I'm going to go punch rocks. <laughs> there you go. Pressing forward, you eventually would see a label above the open door that reads Biolab Beta. That's the worst thing that could be on that door. Well, maybe not the worst, but it's... I mean, yeah. I mean, what would be worse? Just, like, ghoul holding cells? Yeah, it'd be, like, ghoul holding cell and gun armory at the same time. It'd be both. And the ghouls Mm. would have guns. Hmm. Ghouls with guns. (laughs) It would be worse. I read that comic. It doesn't make any sense, but it'd be worse. Stop (laughs) giving Mike ideas. (laughs) Nothing oh, stopping yes, a ghoul from using a gun. Yeah. Exactly. Now, a zombie with a gun, that'd be bad news. Uh, zombie holding cells and knife museum. <laughs> it's the only mobile knife museum in the galaxy. <laughs> it's actually a world-class attraction, thank you very mm-hmm. much. Like, but which world? That's the question. So, um, what happens to Amari? Do you go in? <laughs> I mean, how far does the uh, the light from my uh, flashlight throw into the room? Pushing the flashlight forward, you can see that the door opens up into a small, squarish chamber with hooks on the to either side of the door, just in front of you, with large, rubbery-looking suits hanging from the hooks, and just opposite you is another door seems to be some kind okay. of airlock type situation. Yeah. 
clean room or whatever. Well, all right then. Okay. So we should not open that yet. Something that would be very obvious very quickly is that the secondary door just in front of you is slightly ajar. Oh, no. Is it a door or a jar, Mike? It's both. (laughs) I said it's slightly Uh. ajar. But it's mostly a door. (laughs) No. Not all jars are doors. It looks to be some kind of door that would slide up into the ceiling, and there's about a foot-tall crack in the door. Would I be able to sort of detect or scan the air? to see what's what's flowing around with the oxygen. Do you have some kind of scanner for airborne I mean, particulates? Your spacesuits start- are equipped with, like, you can breathe this, meters. Yes. I have my archivist equipment, of course. I have my spyglass. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it does other than tells me cool wiki facts um it's that's... like the x-ray on amazon <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly i mean as of right now your spectacles their function has been basically to read wikipedia okay if i wanted to upgrade that in the future what would i should i specialize in aether tech and then like i don't know I don't know. I, I would say you would have to spend some time or experience points to sp- like get yourself some specialized technology. Okay. And using them to their full extent probably would require some Aether Tech capabilities. Makes sense. But our uh, we have air tanks. Is mm-hmm. that is that correct? Okay. We should be fine then. And yeah, to be clear, you have been, as far as I know, still using those this whole time despite the oxygen in the ship. So you're still yes, all yep. space suited up. Yeah. We w- we went over the whole alien covenant mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so are you? Yeah. There's a, about a, a a foot gap at the bottom of this sliding door. Are you trying to pry it open or crawl what underneath? A, what does Amari do? Well, I mean, Amari can't fit. Should that? If you got down on your belly and like crawled along the ground, you probably could get. No, 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 no. It'd be a lot easier if we just had a smaller individual go through. Oh, actually, I've seen Leanne. Um, uh, Fit in uh, f- remarkable spaces. Uh, it's the spacesuit. The spacesuit won't fit. It's like, uh, like you ever octop the octo the octopus exists in this sure. uh, universe. There are Great, cephalopods cool. on many yeah. worlds. Okay, sure. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I won't be able to fit through with the uh, uh, the helmet. It won't fit because uh, you know the rest of the body can but the spacesuit won't be able to fit I'm not I take a look the at the gap and then I take a look at the helmet and I determine I am if 100% correct fits. Again if somebody got down on their belly and kind of scooched forward they could probably get underneath this door There's no You way. you you do realize that you could fit I can tell that you can fit because your space helmet is approximately this distance I I <laughs> and yeah, uh, and over one I foot. See, yeah, but if if I mean, if you don't want to do it, you don't have to. I suppose I can just borrow that pistol of yours and. No. Uh, uh, Oswald, no, you're not. No, why are? We, hold on, I've been sort of checked out because I've been thinking about how much I hate this room. Mm. Um, none of us are going. I'm. I know I'm not the leader or anything. I'm. Just a humble engineer, but none of us are going in that room. 
we're gonna keep going to engineering. <laughs> like, why would so, we go in the room? Like, why would we go not in the room? Seen the movies. Damn it! I was this close to getting Oswald dead. Damn you, people! Damn you! <laughs> no, it's fine. Yeah, I have no intention of going into this room. Oh well, I just figured it might have something to do with the ghouls running about. I mean, probably, and that's why we shouldn't go in there. Why don't we just go out of this room and close the other door? Florian is like hard nodding. <laughs> I mean, they already got out. Yeah, like I don't can, think that's gonna help. But it can we lock hurt. it? Can we put Aether into the system and then lock the door and then walk the fuck away? Yeah, absolutely. Problem solver. Who's I was putting tag. in the Aether? Or are you, you know what? Generator? I'll do it. I'll do it. I will put in an Aether to do this. All right. So Amari, executive decision time, just juices the door to close it and it locks, removing the decision-making process for the rest of you. That's what's called a monster closet in video game terms. If we want to come back after all the lights are on, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. I know our, our, this is an audio medium, so nobody can see the Will Smith uh gesture i'm doing but that is what florian is doing to shay it's just like yeah like when there's lights so you press on yep this is where we find out that that was where the the what president's is daughter's being curious kept. what was um i mean just, no it's okay no can be a little bit but not the the self-preservation is outweighing it but there's a bit yeah. of you that's that's just so curious. No, yeah, of course. And again, we will come back. I, yeah, I will yeah. let I will let you come back when the lights are on, and it is not dark as shit. Yeah, right. Oswald. Think of all the things we'll be able to see and discover when the lights are on. Pressing past and with this that, room, we move. <laughs> you pass a large, opaque square in the wall that is probably a window if activated you'd probably be able to see through it but right now it's just a opaque quartz screen and as you pass you swear you hear something from the other side it's like a slight well, like, rattle like metal on metal yeah like the second we make that not opaque like bloody handprints on the yeah mm -mm. Mm -mm. i already sent olivia a clip from event horizon but like right the lightning flashing in the from the storm and all the fucking corpses and shit on the wall like, this is where we find out that like they were trying to like weaponize ghouls or whatever i've read that star wars extended novel it's yep. great <laughs> yep <laughs> shit it ends very poorly for like everyone <laughs> red harvest highly re highly recommend strange i wouldn't expect that <laughs> hmm. moving forward you Continue down the hallway, the doors to your left and to right continuing to be labs until the doors slowly get closer and closer together. You do pass a maintenance room at one point, though again the door is locked and sealed, but it is clearly labeled maintenance. After that, the doors start getting closer and closer together, clearly indicated that they're crew quarters yet again. And then eventually it does open up into another large gunnery position. You're probably staring at the aft broadsides. There's nobody strapped to any chairs here, but something you do notice is that all of the vending machines are destroyed. They are smashed open and empty. Is there food? 
No, there is. They have been picked totally clean. In fact, you see a lot of discarded wrapping and uh, drink containers empty on the ground. Lots of garbage scattered around this place. I don't know if you do anything with that information. It could mean that there's still folk on this ship. Yeah. Or that there were briefly. So, qu- question for you, Mike. People who are ghouls, they want to consume aether, but do they also still require the consumption of normal food? Yes, absolutely. That's why half the time they end up turning to cannibalism, because that usually fulfills both requirements. Ugh. Yes. Okay. And that's where you get the whole ghouls eating corpses thing, because if you don't want to just kill and eat people, you can eat the dead. It's really the only respect. It's efficient. Yeah. Yeah. Recycling, something like that. This is weird. random and has nothing to do with anything. I mean, sort of. But how long does Aether remain in the body once you die? Uh, depends on the body, depends on the person, depends on the amount of Aether they were able to maintain amongst themselves. But there uh, is, theoretically, some sort of, like, after, like, lingering. Yeah, it, it has a half-life. Yeah, I was just about to say, because you said it sort of has, like, almost like a radioactive quality to it. Yeah, absolutely it does. Yeah. I could look up the half-life of Aether for you if you wanted, but it, it is no, a finite life. number. I don't no, have it in front of me at the moment. Just, you yeah, nerd. Like, that, the, that the, like, so there is the energy that, like, the human body produced is necessary to, like, keep it cycling, I guess, so mm-hmm. that it deteriorates like regular metal. Yeah. Okay. Do you keep moving on? Mm-hmm. So if we press on forward, we're not yet at the part where it like, it's still going to keep looping. It's not going to, like, start looping back around now. You haven't like, hit right. engineering yet, and the blue okay. line along the walls is still indicating that this away is engineering. All right. Keep going. Okay. As you press forward, I need Shay right. to roll me a d20. All righty. I think this is the only one I have. It's very spiky, and the 20 is a bat. I can't really see it. Very cool. Well. Perfectly appropriate. Fourteen. You start feeling colder, which strikes you as very odd. Yeah. Because up until now, it's been really cold in this ship. The air systems in here are clearly cycling O2, but they're not concerned with heat. But the fact that you start feeling a precipitous drop in temperature, you don't know what that means. Are the, are, like, spacesuits, are those, like, insulated at all? They're insulated. They're not necessarily heated. Your body temperature usually regulates itself fairly easily is anyone else feeling a chill is anyone else feeling a chill no didn't think so no suits working just fine i mean it's cold in here but yeah i just just suddenly feel uh, a bit colder um what what does that mean i don't know Hopefully nothing. Probably nothing, right? <clears throat> yes. You know, we we all have our own thresholds for temperatures. And... Right. Shall we carry on? Yeah, strange. Pressing past the garbage pile and the empty gun batteries, you eventually enter a corridor that has no doors in it. To your left and to your right is just barren metal walls, metal floors, and ceiling. It's pretty uniformly dark in here and 
there is only one line left on the wall, and that is the blue towards engineering. Eventually, you do pass a door to your left that is labeled Warp Core Access. But just as you see that door, you see that the hallway in front of you opens out into a much larger chamber. As you enter, you see that it is an enormous vaulted ceilinged room. The floor just in front of you drops away, and you are staring down off the edge of a catwalk into what is clearly the engineering bay. There is a lift platform just to your left that appears to make up very similar to the catwalks you were standing on inside the moon base, where the lift platform is just on the uh, edge of it. This one has appropriate handrails and guardrails and safety nice. features, as opposed to the ones in there. Good. You can see farther to your left, probably about 100 feet away, is another hallway. You assume the mirror of the one that you just exited. And in the bay below you, there is these enormous faceted crystals you see bulging out of the wall in front of you. It is this huge latticework of blue and red aether, or aethite, I should say. The, the crystalline matrices that make up the propulsion systems of this ship. The back of most spaceships look like jagged crystalline formations that are just grown out of the backs of these ships, because that's how they produce the thrust and energy needed to shoot through outer space. Uh, they use the aethite, the crystalline magic version of aethium, the metal that is found in everything, to create these wonders. And this amazingly large bit of aethite you see in front of you is the uh, engine, for lack of a better term, of the ship. It is dark in here. Darker than it should be by any right. Aethite of this size and capacity should always be glowing, even a little bit. Just based on the size of the propulsion system of this ship, there should at all times be a little bit of a glow. If this ship was really cooking, it would be glowing like the sun, and that's why the uh, kind of constant refrain of engineers wearing goggles is kind of a, a common motif, is because they have reflective lenses to stop from the aether glare burning out their retinas. But... This place is pitch black. Your light of flashlights reflects strangely off the faceted gemstones that you see in front of you, just beyond the catwalk. You can see below, probably about 50 feet down, is an embankment of consoles and equipment built into the latticework of crystals that are meant to regulate and power and operate the systems and propulsion of the ship. If somebody's going to shout back here and say, we give it all we got, they're talking to the people down at those consoles. I need everyone to give me perception checks of some kind or another. Alrighty. Probably not investigation. I would say the tactic you're all using here is swift. Seven. Could, could I make an argument for carefully in like an attempt to be thorough? Or this is, is this just This is just me like, like seeing who like spots spots something really quickly. Four. Um and if we don't have anything in perception, it's just the tactic. Just the tactic die, yeah. yeah. Four. Yeah, four club. Woo! Woo! Did you get Florian? Six. Six. Okay. Yeah, it's totally dark in here as you stare around. 
the only light being cast is from your flashlights as you sweep around this place, but otherwise it is quiet and still as the grave. Hmm. So if the power's not being routed here, then where is it being routed to? I mean, it could be that something or some things are completely draining any amount of power. I just don't know how that kind of system would work. Yes, but if that were the case, and these crystals look bone-dry, as it were, what is powering the oxygen supply? I guess Hmm. it's time to go find out. (laughs) So, Mike, if not the main engine of the ship, what else would run oxygen uh, feature of a, of a spaceship like this. The life support systems should be here. They would be in the console somewhere down below you. They, they probably would be, like, you would want on a ship to have a light life support system be separate from your engine, because if your engine blew, you would still, you wouldn't want, like, all of your people to suffocate. That's a good idea. Yeah, that's fair. It potentially protected somewhere shielded somehow could be uh should we go take a look at those consoles yes uh, yeah okay uh are lifts the only way to get down or are there stairs there don't there do not appear to be any stairs we can float very easy to float oh, there's no yeah. gravity <laughs> oh god we don't have any yeah holding on to <laughs> yeah super easy you descend off the catwalk because again the lift doesn't have power either so very easy for you to just vault over the safety rails and slowly descend down using little propulsion jets. I am going to leave the sled hovering somewhere, if I can. Sure, where? Like, far enough out from the catwalk that I don't think somebody could jump to it, and at, like, probably the level of the catwalk. So I'll just, like, push it out, and then I'll go down. Are we going to leave it by itself? Well, I mostly just don't want someone eating it, unless it's me. Should we... Jumping doesn't seem like it would be relevant, seeing as there's no gravity. That is true. Yeah, but there's, like, less control. Like, there's less control, I guess is what I mean. We might need the sled to perhaps power these consoles. Well, in that case, I can just go get up and get it. I mostly just am, like, thinking that there are tons and tons of ghouls down there that we don't know about. And I don't want to deal with it, since I've been the one pushing it around this whole time. As you jet out over the catwalk and look down, sweeping your lights around, you don't see any sign of anyone. You do see that this engineering bay does extend underneath the catwalk. There are another array of consoles down over in that direction that seem to be other serve other engineering functions. <sighs> if only we had a wizard. We could detect where, you know, if there's any source of aether in the near vicinity. That would be useful. Yes. Yeah, it would be. If anyway, only. let's go split up. Sorry, like, above Oswald's <laughs> head, like, makes eye contact with Shay and does the, like, wide eyes, like, mm. Like, there's the triangle of us three while Oswald is looking off in the distance of just, like, do the thing, do the thing, do the thing thing. Do it! Yeah, what's, uh, what's, what's the deal? What are you attempting to do? 
I'm trying to feel out the aether. <laughs> okay. Reaching out with your out. wizard senses, your etheric senses, if you will, you feel that cold sensation spike really, really hard as you realize that it's not cold, it's a complete absence of aether around you. And you feel it slowly being leached out of your own body as well. And as you all descend, I need everyone to lose an aether die. Oh boy. Wow. Wait, like perma? No, just off of, out of the pool you currently have. How much you want to bet it's the fucking wizard that was here? So, a, a question, and I know that my, like, that I am not a that I actually am not a wizard. Mm-hmm. Can can any of us feel that? I, I'm asking specifically about myself since my whole thing is like using the aether in my body, or is it just kind of like a like wow, God, I'm tired as I'm. It's it's one of those things like it's not all happening at once. This is the culmination of the entire time you spent on the ship so far, and it would un- unless you reach for it and like are focusing on it, you don't even quite realize just how sapped you've become. This isn't a sudden, oh, and it's gone. It's this one that ticks away is due to the entire time you spent aboard the Demetrius so far. Anyone else's knees clicking? Mine's clicking. Anyone else? That's just me? Okay. What? My <laughs> knee's getting clay. It's cold in here. Just a little bit. Oh. You got weird lizard legs. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they're, they're quite far apart from each other, couldn't imagine touching knees. That doesn't make sense. I don't. Did he uh, mean not, that they're? Yeah, I'm not. He meant the I'm not, joint in them is. Yeah. Crazy. Oh, I see. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't think about that because, as you know, uh, Avia's bones are hollow and therefore make more of like a boom sound when they hit each other. <laughs> yeah, that it's is like true. someone. It's like a xylophone. Playing, uh, xylophone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ozzy being thrown into a wall is a symphony of delightful sounds. It's not good. Yeah. Like, it that was yes. a bad situation. It hurts, but, but it does make a, a, a an excellent like, sound. Like wind chimes. Yes. yes. Like a you hate how good it sounds. Oh, yes. I mean, I, I, if I could never hear that again, it would be too soon. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Reaching the bottom of this engineering pit, you find yourself surrounded by darkness and consoles that once you're down here you realize do have power they're not lit but you can hear the subtle hum of aether nearby because it's so damn quiet in this place there is that light little hum of energy somewhere behind the walls here it's like hearing a transformer in the distance just that that subtle hum i think it's time to go guys (laughs) yeah why don't we just just blow up the entire oh. ship. Oh, <laughs> this that... ship's a loss. Oopsie. Yeah, there's nothing there. It's it's just full of garbage and Wait, zombies. You're not at all curious as to why ship oh, is no, the I'm, way it is? I'm super curious. This is just weird as hell. Oh, yes. Magnificently so. <laughs> mm. I, I go there... up to one of the consoles and I start pushing some buttons. Wait, uh, stop, 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 Did you say something? Grab his little feather hands. So you stop him nope. before he touches? Yes. Okay. Sounds like a contested role to me. I mean, it kind of does. <laughs> oh, yeah, it does. If Octavia, if uh, Ozzy is 
insistent on pressing some buttons. I don't know what I would roll right. down. Well, forceful. <laughs> uh, and that's it. <laughs> Good uh, luck I'm, beating I'm, three. I am going. Well, okay, maybe the name. Well, I'm going to swiftly. Um, I think this is a job for my cursed hands. I don't think they pop off, but I think that there is some some sort of like. Like the fingers, gadget. Yeah, like the yeah. fingers extend or something like in mm. the those gifts from the the uh, ghost in the shell. Mm-hmm. So they mm-hmm. like expand and I have like more uh, uh, surface <laughs> area to grab. Mm-hmm. Good luck being against his three. Yeah. Botch, botch, uh, yeah, botch, that's a ten. Botch. I was going to say, I was like, oh, two man. Months. <laughs> uh, I get yeah. an aether back. The... <laughs> He's just kind of like swinging and kicking his arms. Yeah, the, the the total lack of gravity really does a disservice to Oswald's tiny body. <laughs> L- literally no leverage for this little Saurian man. Do you think it's dangerous? I... Uh, Oswald... This? A haunted ship seems like the perfect time to say this. I'm not an unclanned elf, okay? I'm... I'm actually a wizard. I didn't want you to know because I have like some baggage and I didn't want it to be like on the metanet or whatever at some point. But I have seen that when it comes to discretion about certain things, that there is some trust that I can put in you. <laughs> not a whole lot and not about a lot, but to a certain extent. Well, I, um, <laughs> I could say that, um, I can say that I wouldn't uh, post anything uh, or submit, I suppose, anything to the archive unless you approved of it first, of course. You are all part of the team, and uh, teams require trust. But uh, thank you for sharing that. Uh, However, uh, why... The purpose of me telling you this is because otherwise what I'm about to say would sound completely unhinged. Okay. Um, the Aether is being drawn by something, by honestly what seems like the very atmosphere. And that's the chill that I got earlier when I I did just, when we were talking about, oh, what if we had a wizard, that'd be great. I did actually reach out and try to find some Aether and I realized that there is none. Uh, there seems to be power down here, but it's... I could feel the Aether leaving me as we descended. And so, uh, if anyone is going to mess around with this, I'd rather it be me, since I sort of know what's going on. Uh, well, not very much, but at least I can try to fight, put up a fight if necessary. Oh, Shay, you're a wizard? <laughs> wizard? Wow, oh yeah, fantastic. also Shay, uh, I mean, also we'll Amari and Florian already knew. Oh! Um, Oh, just me then. It's not personal. It's just I've known Amari for a very long time. It's hard to keep that kind of stuff. And I did end up telling Florian because of some of the stuff that (laughs) happened in the moon base when you were off somewhere else. Yeah. Um, It's. uh, I'm not going to give you my life story because I'm an elf. I've been alive a long time. So there's like. Give it time, of course. But, um. I'd got some baggage, and it's just hard to know who to trust. Well, with I mean, I mean that is fantastic news, though. I I cannot wait to discuss this with you. Of course, once we get out of this godforsaken place, but um, 
uh, Mike, That's do fine. I know of anything that would leech Aether in this way? It seems ship wide. Yeah. And the fact that the the engine crystals are completely empty is crazy. Some sort of super wizard? Yeah. Nothing is My- coming to mind. Nothing's coming to mind. My worry out of character, I'm not sure if Shay would put this together. My worry out of character is that this oxygen ain't oxygen. <laughs> well, uh, I suppose we'll have to go back to that uh, bio lab since there's nothing here. I still don't think we should go back there. Oh, you're right. We should turn on the consoles first and then go back to the bio lab. Excellent idea. So yeah. glad we have a wizard on our team. Yeah. Hey, I am uh, gonna... Amori, you're not secretly a wizard, mm-hmm. are you? I'm a double wizard, actually. Oh, good. You're still nothing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh shit! And then I shoot him, and then he's dead. <laughs> and wow, the zombies got him. Weird. Oops, it slipped. It's that, uh, it's that Key and Peel alien sketch where they shoot the guy, and the girl they're with is like, was he an alien too? And they're both like, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh darn. Uh, you hate to see it. Yeah. Oh, he had he had a bite. I saw it. We all saw it. <laughs> That's a fitting way for Oswald to die. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out to the what this this thing that seemingly has power mm-hmm. without touching it. Okay. Any of the consoles around here specifically, or are you just um, reaching out to? Uh, is there like is there a light specific one, an electricity specific? Well, not electricity, obviously, but like you just—it's not even that any of them look powered up. It's that you can just kind of hear slash feel the hum of aether down here. It would imply that the consoles have at least a modicum of power. Yeah. So let me just. If if I can tell what what the consoles do, is my question. Yeah, I mean they all probably serve some function in engineering, kind of regulating systems aboard the ship in one way or another. But there's no like label maker sticker. No, on any of the... okay. be assumed that people working here would know. Well, what consoles sure, do what? But some, sometimes you still need those label maker stickers. Sure, I know I do. I'll just reach out to one at random then. Okay. The- Biggest looking one. That's probably a safe bet. Hmm. The biggest looking one is towards the center below the catwalk, so opposite the engine lattice. And if you had to guess, you would say this probably has something to do with the warp core, because it is facing towards where that would be as you passed it earlier in the corridor. You know that most people don't just hang out in a warp core, so... This probably is annex access to powering and controlling when this ship goes into the void. I'm not going to put us into the void. That's good. Amari, I see the look on your face. Oh, no, I'm getting an event horizon scenario where the warp core is bleeding out into this area and we're in kind of a kind of pseudo space hell. Yeah, for sure. You reach oh, out. I love that space movie. <laughs> That's my favorite space. It's my favorite space movie. You reach it's out. It's my space favorite. And it's attempt just called to movies. Contact with the console. Yes. Okay. You feel the aether, minimal as it is, 
there is basically like background power keeping these things functional at the lowest possible level. Connecting with those systems from a distance, you are suddenly aware of a second presence in the Aether. And as soon as your senses touch it, it recoils away from you, and light floods the room around you. The engine crystals behind you suddenly glow with power. Consoles come to life all around you, and lights begin coming on in the ceiling and the underside of the catwalk, flooding this place with sudden, violent light. Ah! Oh, uh, good, good, good job, Shay. Well done. The sled crashes to the ground. Oh. And as you all fall to the deck of the ship, gravity Oops. suddenly asserting itself. I retract my statement. The sled that was about 50 feet up. Oh boy. Gently falls as it is a hover sled and it is designed to yeah. do that. Yeah. For the rest of the For exactly that. Like, that's why. I've, yeah. It's meant to account for, like, pushing it downstairs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Or when you are an idiot. <laughs> Turn all the gravity all, all, all on at once. But the one thing you do know, Shay, is that you did not turn all of this no. stuff on. But from everyone else's perspective, that's precisely what looks like happened. I just stare. I don't even like do anything with my hands. I just stare at a console and then suddenly all the lights are on. All the consoles around you suddenly have holographic displays that are showing up ab- above the... The consoles themselves displaying the last readouts that would have been showing on them. All right. Identify which consoles do what. Let's take a look at the information. So just so you guys know, all I did was just sort of reach out and feel the aether. There is something else here. I don't know if it's someone else or something else, but something else was leeching the aether. And as soon as I made contact with the, the etherics, it... I guess, stopped what it was doing. And that's why everything's back on. And you couldn't see it, but you could feel its presence? Uh, Yes, in a a basic sort of way. Mm -hmm. So, while Shay has been doing this, I mean, I know it's been seconds, so if I can't get into a, like, zen state that quickly, that's fine. (laughs) But I, I do think that, like, that would be Florian's reaction to, like, the Aether is being leeched out of you, is, like, trying to see if he can feel that. Uh, and can he? And does it stop? <laughs> Give me... This sounds like a careful roll. And I would say... I mean, if you have an idea for what talent this might imply, I've got ideas, but I'm willing to talk it over. I think medicine might be uh, an applicable talent here. Being aware of one's own physiology... Yeah, I mean, I I think my my two th- two thoughts were medicine or um like almost aether tech is the body technology the body's technology. I mean, it's a circuit that would be more but spellcraft. I, but there's nothing there's nothing I really have, so I'm okay with just doing a straight roll. Okay. Yeah. How hard is this? It's challenging, to be sure. That's Especially 20, right? in, in mere moments. Uh, no, that's 15. Yeah, and nothing's stopping you from using Aether on this. Or Void Dice. You could just spend two Void Dice and immediately succeed. 
I mean, like, honestly, I'm probably going to just spend a void die anyway, so. <sighs> I sure am. <laughs> you roll a one on that tactic die? I didn't. Okay. But good. I didn't, yeah. Didn't get a 15. I was just, it, it was more like, am I going to have to roll, am I, am I just going to have to roll two? Is this going to be, should I have just done the two? But no, uh, I rolled a uh, eight. Okay. Uh, 16. 16, perfect. As you concentrate on your own etherics and sort of blot out everything else that's going around you. Zen mode. You feel the interplay of energies in your body trying to feel kind of that, the ancients would call them chakras, those points of energy in a body that... Uh, have whirling pools of power that you can kind of visualize and sense. There's some wisdom in the old ways of knowing how the energy interplays of Aether work inside of a body. There's Your, like own physiology. Yeah, there's not a ton of science behind it in terms of like focusing on the the crown of the head and on the brow and different points in the body, but certain meditative circles find it helpful for channeling their own energies. And you feel as though something was drawing the Aether out of you. It's not happening anymore. Good. And Shay, you immediately lose that cold sensation when the power comes back on. I think it's literally like the, okay, uh, that draining sensation is stopped and then all the lights flood on all at once. Just like, Uh, what's up? <laughs> quick, quick question, Mike. Uh, all the power comes on, correct? That's what it looks Everything. like from your position. So, are we being are our retinas being burned out by the giant crystals? No, because of your fancy pantsy helmets that you're wearing, they mm-hmm. immediately react to uh, the change in lighting. Oh, also, oh the crystals God, in here aren't off. at like full burn, so they wouldn't burn out your retinas either way. Okay. It is now glowing in here, and it's very bright, but it's not... If the engine's really kicked on, then it becomes, like, painful to look at. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, these crystals, um, what kind of pool are we looking at for those? The engines? Yeah. Tons. So I could, like, sneak, like, four out of there and be Take all right? Some. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And you said I'm a was- wizard. I don't have to touch them. You said it was blue and red crystals? They are swirls of blue and red. It is ruby and sapphire aethite whirled together in a lattice work to create the engines of this. There's clearly a pattern to how the blue and the red is put together. It's almost like a, a mandala of colors that creates this fractal pattern. And if you were an aether engineer, you'd probably know a little bit about, like, why put the colors in specific positions, but it's a little outside of your area of expertise. I wonder if... I wish I'd do more about this specific technology. Perhaps it's something I should look into. Yeah, the shipwright's trade is not your (laughs) area of expertise, per se. Did you get a sense of... I mean, was it just a general retreat? Or did it feel like it went somewhere? Mike, all you said, Ray, was like, it just recoiled. Yeah, you feel it. You felt it withdraw. Hello? Suppose I mean, that we could we... detect which part of the ship has currently no power. I think the reason why the entirety of the ship didn't have any power is because it was in this room in particular. 
So if perhaps on one of these consoles we could find a location that is currently without power, well, that would certainly answer our question. I mean, maybe. Yeah. Or uh, there could be some sort of, like, energy consumption log. Who knows? It's engineering. That's probably a safe bet. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go... I'm going to go stare at some more stuff. <laughs> okay. Now that now that Oswald's in on the joke, oh man, it's so nice I don't have to touch anything. <laughs> Amari, Florian, Oswald, you doing anything? Watching Shay work. Yes. Shay <laughs> just like, I mean, crossed, crossed arms staring at different consoles like, no. Just like, wow. this is the other reason I didn't tell Oswald. No. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I want to check on, on Duma. <laughs> Okay, you want to radio Duma? Yeah. Absolutely. Hello. Hey, Duma. Um, All the lights are on. Did you do that? Yes and no. Sort of. Yeah. K- kind of. Kind of. Not exactly. Uh, whatever you did, I would like you to undo it, please. What? What? Uh, why do you say How's that? How's the ship? The ship is fine for now, but the doors leading into the hold are closed. Okay. All right. And um, some of those uh, floating bodies that were uh, inside the hold when the doors closed, they are uh, moving now. M- moving, you say? Like, uh... like they are no longer frozen. Oh, I, I think they are defrosting. Space. Yep. Hmm. <laughs> it's fine. Just just go up to the mech and press the press the start key, and then and then do run, and then like self defense mode. Murder.exe is now online. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I actually just programmed in murder.exe, so uh, might be a few bugs, but uh, it'd be good to have a test run. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's there doesn't seem to be any designation on that. Like. <laughs> Well, okay, nope. it's just a fun title. Very open-ended program. <laughs> Very <laughs> indiscriminate. Yeah. Anyone who is not Amari dies. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that'd be a book. Okay. <laughs> Item number one. <laughs> Discrimination oh, protocols. I have a white list. It also yeah. leaves tail lights on. Weird. Okay, item number two. It's constantly trying to turn right. <laughs> But yes, Duma would say, is this supposed to happen? Um, no. Ha, ah, okay. Here, uh, uh, we're, in the enge- we're in engineering. I'll uh, find the console to open that controls doors. I'll wait. Nope. Hold on. Florian's making some faces at me. I was just, I was just going to say that sort of... I mean, the, the door opening wouldn't really be in this room. I This is out of character. I don't know why I'm saying it in Florence. It, I, it's hard having a character voice, you guys. It is uh, fine for now. Magnetic clamps is holding shuttle to the ceiling. Uh, wiggly defrosting bodies cannot get to Duma. All right. Oh, that's good. How you all get to Duma is still open question. Yes, we'll have to figure that out. Yeah, indeed. There's um, got to be door overrides. Oh, of course, we're we're in engineering. It should, it should be in here somewhere. Okay, Shay. As you begin looking around, you shift your focus to trying to find door overrides. What's a priority here? What was I doing at first? I think opening the doors is not. Oh, a terrible energy idea. log. That's 
Okay, we'll do doors first. Okay. Looking around, it is... If there is a way to open the doors, they're in some kind of subsystem. You would need to access the... You'd need to basically go back into the system here, not necessarily just passively reading logs. Well, I guess that's that's what I meant. Like, if in ter- in terms of, like, finding door overrides, like, I guess, do I know what the main system would be that the subsystem would be in? Do you have any knowledge-based skills about shipboard mechanics? Well, uh, thankfully, my engineering specialization is very broad. <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> yeah, no, and? that, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, a, a <laughs> panicked figuring out what to do seems to be the uh, <laughs> specialization there. And yeah, I think that's applicable. That's fair. I feel like most uh, programming and a lot of engineering is trial by error, I suppose. So this is an I can do that role. Uh, What tactic do you think you're using here? I think Shay is still pretty freaked out by the other presence felt. So I think that the the kind of panicked uh, thing is um, appropriate. So I think we are going to continue doing things swiftly. Okay, sounds good. This would definitely be a hard roll. So we're looking at a 20 here. Okay. As you were unfamiliar with these systems. This is true, because this is a Dominion ship. No, I I could assist if you wish. Could look up some sort of manual or something on the archive. Yeah, of course. Yeah, sure. I'd be glad for the help. So I'd like to use a D6 uh, of Aether Tech and assistance. Okay. Yeah, that might Uh, help. Which, uh, yeah, you you can just roll Elliot. And I'm going to throw one of my Aether in here because otherwise I'd have to roll perfectly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Only a 13. Mm. And I would really not like to fight through a bunch of corpses when we get to the hold to try to get the doors open. Well, remember, so if, you, roll. if you choose to fail, you get XP. This is true. But forward thinking okay so you're gonna give me one of them void dice indeed i am and i got <laughs> out of note cards so okay. oh, I will boy, transfer. we got we got some shit in there hmm. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah yeah i don't know was mine already yep i took care of it okay neat little stockpile going on over there all right that for our listeners it's okay, five now <laughs> 21 yes Oof, nice so with the 21, you very quickly find the door controls for the vast majority of the ship. It seems from this position in engineering, it's a total ship override. It's You can't control single doors from this position. You can control all the doors. Ah, I see now <sighs> uh, what probably happened. <laughs> yep. Well, Duma, can't get the hold doors open. So we will burn the bridge about the corpses and trying to get back to the ship and out of here when we get to it. Unfortunately. Okie dokie. Stay safe. It's okay. Corpses are moving very slowly. It seems they are taking time to defrost. Okay. Do we have an idea of how coordinated ghouls are? 
Ghouls like, can hey. be incredibly coordinated. Zombies? More difficult to say. Oh, right. And these would be zombies because they were in the vacuum of space. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. unlikely that they are still yeah. alive. Yeah. So they were in the vacuum of space, so they're at zero, essentially, Calvin. Mm-hmm. How long would that take from that temperature to what the air temperature is now to say for a body to defrost good question can i roll I'm about to something do some to try weird and... research yeah <laughs> can i try and roll to figure that out i don't know what that would be Other roll than... for math <laughs> i haven't specialized math in math roll. yet and you know what i it is going to happen no this um, would be a this would be a very uh incredible medicine role is what this would be yeah i was gonna say because you're calculating yeah how quickly a body takes to defrost yeah don't google how long to thaw a body (laughs) it's too late i already did it (laughs) (laughs) you're welcome nsa i mean i'll i mean there's no way i'll figure it out uh because you said it'd be incredible so that's what a a 25 25. yeah unless i used a lot of aether dye i could not get that it would take 12 to 26 hours to completely freeze solid in space i don't know what the opposite is yet more research is needed (laughs) okay (laughs) well that's fine Um, now google how long to thaw human-sized chicken (laughs) and we'll we'll just kind of extrapolate from there uh, how long to defrost a roughly 150-pound bird? Um, <laughs> the yeah. larger concern yeah. seems to be that, as was proven when one's head was blown off, these things can move regardless of the uh, quality of their bodies. Yeah. Also, this ship o- ship-wide override wouldn't be too bad. Like, if I found the, uh, like, temperature control, because, like, it was basically heat was off when we came in so Mm -hmm. if i turned the temperature regulation off ship wide might even take a little longer i'm not saying that we you know build a summer home here or anything but so are you shifting your looking through the system to do something like this or are you trying to find those energy logs still or What's going um, on actually, here? let's shift back to the energy logs. Yes. Um, if this thing is a bad enough thing that we think we want to go... Well, okay. If this thing is bad, but not so bad that we think we can't take it and we want to go after it, then I'll maybe shift and, you know, cool the ship down a little bit. But let's first kind of at least... Gather some intel. Gather some intel, yeah. Yeah. It's very easy to find a... It's not even a log, it's a readout of the power that is distributed throughout the ship. That is one of the primary functions of this whole area, is to regulate power throughout the ship. Important to have reports. This readout is displayed on one of the main consoles, so that it is backlit by the massive crystals behind it. And as you see, it is a broad, holographic projection of the ship in fully realized, like, cross-section 3D so you can kind of see the wireframing of the ship and the different power systems throughout it. I described the ship briefly last time. It's a a long, kind of, I would say, football-shaped ship, at least on the underside of it. And then the top side of it is kind of a, a flat slope that eventually peaks up into a fin in the back where the engines are. Kind of like a large whale or something. But as you're... Large space whale. Some kind of large space whale. 
Mm-hmm. Perfect. No, we haven't even gotten to the space whales yet. Uh, yes. As you are looking at the readout, you see that there is a dark patch moving through the ship. You see a complete lack of power in a small radial sphere moving from navigation up the elevator shaft, and it's moving towards the bridge. And I think that's a good place to stop this session of material components. Yay! And we shall discover what possible moving thing is draining the power of this ship next time. I think it's Boo from Mario. But of course, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at MatcomRPG. That's spelled M-A-T-C-O-M-R-P-G. We also have an email address, which is MaterialComponentsRPG at gmail.com. We always love hearing from all of our listeners. You can find me on Twitter at Elliot C. Lewis, where I post art and post about MatCom. You can also find links to my Patreon and Society6 stores there, so you can help support me. You can find me on Twitter at CryOutOlivia, um, where I talk about all sorts of stuff, including mostly tabletop RPGs. Uh, come hang out. If you want to find me on Twitter and Instagram, you can find me at the Readamus, where I post lots of pictures of my adventures and tweets about my shenanigans. I also run the Matcom RPG Instagram account, so you can also find us there at Matcom RPG. And you can support us by rating and reviewing our podcast on whatever platform you're listening to. And when you do, include the name of an NPC in the subject line of the, of the review, and we will put that NPC into this campaign. That is absolutely true. And when you do, you can also find me on Twitter at MKGergoni, where I'm always happy to talk about all things Matcom and tabletop RPGs. Such as our good, good friend Omatep, who you can also find on Twitter, at NPC underscore AN, because even though he is not in this campaign yet, he is, of course, an important NPC. Thank you all so much for listening, and as always, the world, the galaxy, is chaos. So please, be kind to one another. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye.